Hey guys, this is Sarah and I'm back with Anna. Hello. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, Journey's still in Costa Rica. So Anna is taking Journey's spot again. Um, today we're going to be talking about just like friendships and relationships and kind of the importance of them and how to cultivate them, how to find friendships and kind of like the impact that friendships have had on us. Um, our friendship has definitely had a great impact on me. <laughs> yes, we're very excited. We're very passionate about this topic. We really Especially are. Friends, and so <laughs> get into it. Yeah, we're friends. Um, beforehand, though, we'll kind of just give you a couple of updates on our lives because we know that you want that. Um, obviously, Anna, do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. I don't have a lot of updates. I mean, I just started working this week, which was busy and kind of tiring, but really fun and good I'm finishing moving I haven't I've, I'm still in my rest era so I haven't <laughs> been doing additional working out my job is pretty like physically active so I still feel like I'm doing workouts which is good and moving is also a workout seemingly and I've been trying to go to the beach more yeah I went to the market today great week yeah maybe podcasting what about you <laughs> so happy it's a Sunday evening right now um yeah I'm kind of about to, so in case you didn't know, Anna's coaching tennis in Hawaii this summer. I'm coaching tennis in Corvallis, Oregon, as always. And year-round. Year it turns out standing outside in the heat all day yelling at kids is kind of exhausting. Um, it really is. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So I start that tomorrow. My big summer of coaching starts tomorrow. So I'm kind of, this was my last week where I was just chilling. I worked at the pharmacy a couple of days. That was fun and exciting. Um, and then really, I just like hung out with kind of last few people last few times before I knew I had to kind of um, get back on the grind. Um, yeah. Other than that, I picked up a couple of shifts. I taught a little bit of tennis, tennis club, but other than that, it was just another super random week. So I'm definitely ready. Um, I'm excited and ready to get back into routine. But I know it's going to be a grind. And so I'm going to really have to focus on my sleep this week and kind of getting prepared and meal prepping and all of that fun stuff. But yeah, we're excited. Yeah, sleep is so good. <laughs> I've also been sleeping a lot. Good. Great. My other update that I forgot to say is that I'm going to make lasagna tonight. Oh my so God, really? Is it okay? So you had your vegan lasagna era. Is it vegan lasagna or is it real ass lasagna? So it's not vegan lasagna, but that lasagna was so good. It it's was the most thicker recipe. I would highly recommend. Yeah, so I'm I'll gonna test that. The vegan cheese, and I'm gonna just add some meat into the sauce. I love it. Sausage, just like ground beef. I think you should do sausage. I already grocery shop though. Oh. Next time, when I make okay. it for you. Thank you. I love the sausage. <laughs> I would recommend minimalist baker lasagna. Come yeah. over if you. No, I'll literally attest. I was like, I've never been in my, I was in my vegan era for like two weeks at one point, but I was definitely not vegan when I had this lasagna and it was like one of the best lasagnas I've ever had. So highly recommend. So, um, yeah, I really wanted to bake like the last four weeks I had off and I just never did. So I don't know, I guess I didn't care that much about it, but <laughs> if you want baking your lasagna ingredients, shop at the co-op. <laughs> yeah. Always go to the co-op. Speaking of the co-op, we're going to take a little break. I'll call you back, Anna. This episode of The Oat Life is sponsored by First Alternative Natural Foods Co-op, Corvallis' community-owned grocery store. Local always comes first at the co-op's two convenient Corvallis locations, open daily from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Look for fresh fruits and veggies, delicious ready-to-eat options from the co-op kitchen, and all your grocery staples. Shopping on a budget? Look for the co-op deals and co-op basics tags to save. And don't forget Student Produce Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, students with a valid Oregon College ID get 15% off all fresh fruits and veggies. Follow First Alt Co-op on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to learn more. Okay, I'm back with Anna. Um, so yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about kind of the importance of friendships. This kind of just is also just like the importance of relationships in general. Um, but yeah, to start off with, we're kind of just going to go over why friendships are good in your life. Yeah, I think we'll start with just how important friendships are, if you're not already convinced. <laughs> I think for us both, there are such important things in our lives, and they've really shaped our lives, and so that's why we want to talk about this. My first yeah. point I want to start us off with, is this actually something Sarah says all the time, so it's been <laughs> engraved in my brain, but 
I don't know where you heard this, but I think it's so true that yeah. you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, which yeah. is so true. It's like how the people you're choosing to spend your time with and the people that you are surrounding yourself with, that is eventually what you become. Like you aren't, you are yourself, but you kind of become your friends to an extent. And so choose wisely. Your time yeah. is precious. <laughs> I have a couple of things on this. My first thing is like, it's interesting because when you sit down and think about this, it's like, you can think about little tiny little things you pick up from your friends and you're like, oh my God, I do that. Like there's things I'll say. And I'm like, I say that because Olivia says that, or like, yeah. I do this because Anna does that. Or I have this mindset because journey talks about that all the time. Um, and I'm sure there's also things I do that Tessa says. Um, but like, yeah, it's kind of crazy once you sit down and you think about it. And it's also interesting when you make new friends or like you have new people kind of come into your life and you form new relationships, you can actually start to see those things. You're like, oh my God, I have never said that in my life ever. Like, and now I'm saying this, like, I obviously just picked it up from you and it becomes a little bit more apparent versus like the subconscious way that that happens. Um, if you don't kind of think about this. Um, and then my second thing on this is like, it's also interesting when you think about it more, like the more you learn how environment impacts you and your behavior and your actions and how your mindset is and how you talk and speak and think, um, the more apparent it becomes. And I think that's just, it kind of goes back to show that environment is everything. So if anything, like in that, knowing this, it's like when you go, when you make new friendships and you form new relationships, it's like, choose wisely um, because uh, you will in some capacity become this person or like pick up traits from them. And you don't want those people to be bad influences on your life. Yeah. It's like, it's silly when you start like speaking like your friends and stuff, but also it can be dangerous. So yeah, be careful. I can, but also it gives you power that you can choose people you look up to. Right. Yeah. You want to aspire to be, and then you become them. Yeah. You can fully cultivate your environment. Like if you decide like, I want to be a hardcore partier and I want to be drinking every night, go hang out with people that drink every night. If you want to decide, like, I want to be studying every single day at the coffee shop, go hang out and study with people at the coffee shop. Like you, you have control over this. It's not like, Oh my God, my friend is doing this. I have to do it. It's like, you are choosing that for yourself. The world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. Um, kind of building off of that there just like in talking about the importance of friendships there was a Harvard study, and I'm sure that a lot of you probably have heard of this, but um, there's an author, I forget his name, wrote a book called The Good Life. This book, The Good Life, was based on this Harvard study. It's like the longest going study in U.S. history or maybe in the world. I don't know. It started like over 100 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I obviously have looked really in depth at this, but I know of it. And um, basically, it was the largest study, and they looked at the factors that contribute to like overall well-being, happiness, and fulfillment in life. And it was interesting. And like, basically also, I think they looked at like how long people live and what contributed to the length of people's life, not only just their happiness and fulfillment. And obviously there's factors like physical health, that was important, like mental well-being, that was important, all of those things. But the biggest thing they found that contributed to like overall fulfillment, well-being, and length of life in general. Um, and this is, they analyzed people for literally from the time they were like born to when they died, um, was the quality of their relationships. And like those relationships, it's not like how many friends they had. It's like how many deep, meaningful relationships they had built with other people. And it didn't need to be a lot, but it's like the quality was the most important thing. It was the deep, meaningful relationships, the people that had that and the people that had those people in their life that they could call it three in the morning if something was terribly wrong. Those were the people that ended up living the longest and they were most fulfilled and happy over the course of their life. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's basically just like science confirming that relationships are so important mm-hmm. in your life. And that can be like with your family, with like your children, whatever. But also I think it's really important to have friendships too. Yeah. Even if you have super quality relationships with your family, I feel like having quality friendships really adds to that and just improves your life so much. Yeah. So I think it's very important. Yeah. There's also interesting, like there's studies coming out now that like about like chronic stress versus like acute stress. 
And I think one of those types of stress is called eustress, like EU stress. <laughs> I forget which one. Anyways, if you want to look up that term, you can let me know. But chronic stress, stress versus acute stress. Chronic stress in your life is really, really bad. That's like emotional things that are going on in your life that like continue to happen in your life and you can't really, or like maybe it's like a job, like the job is the stressful thing. It's not like the small task you do in your job. It's like the job in general is the stressful thing. Like those chronic stressors can really take a toll on like just your well being, your happiness, the length of your life. Turns out chronic stress is like really detrimental to your well being. So they found that that's bad, but they found that like the acute stress, which I think is what's called the use stress, that stress is actually really good for you. But what like friendships and relationships do, like deep, meaningful connections, is they can turn this chronic stress into less chronic stress. Because when you have these people to talk to your problems about, like everyone knows this, like when you go to your friend and you have all this stuff that you really feel like is weighing on you and you talk to them, like you feel better. And so that's kind of a way to like combat that chronic stress. And I think that's also another reason that like those can be really helpful with like your overall emotional, mental well-being. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's true. And I think people can like look at the studies and also just from experience feel it. Yeah. So basically, if you are sold now on the importance of friendship, we'll move on to how to cultivate friendships. And I think this is the most important part because it's really you meet someone and your skills in cultivating a friendship is really what makes things become that quality relationship. Yeah, yeah? I agree. You know I know what you're saying. (laughs) So basically, we think that the things that you should look for in friends are very important. And the first thing that we have is that you should look for people that are supportive and that make you feel good about yourself. I feel like it's really an energy thing for me with people I meet. And if I hang out with someone and I leave kind of feeling worse about myself or feeling a little bit like put down or just feeling low, it's really a sign. Whereas my actual friendships they make you feel good and they make you feel like you are just amazing and you can do anything. And I feel like a supportive friendship is really valuable. Also having friends that want to see you succeed and want you to thrive. You can really tell when your friends like want you to be living your best life and really want the best for you versus if someone sees you as competition or by bringing you down, they make themselves so better about themselves. It's more I think you know when your friendships want you to do your best and want the best for you versus when they want the best for themselves and you could be at that expense. Yeah, 100%. I think the way, like the way I can gauge this, at least with my friends of like, are, is this a real genuine like friendship or is this a little bit competitive? And there will be friendships that are like more slightly competitive than others, but it's like, could I go up to this person and be like, oh my God, guess what? I just got a hundred percent on my OCHEM exam. Could I go up to that person and feel really confident and comfortable saying that and have like that feeling of like, they're really happy for me. Or would I go up to that person and say that? And then me feel like, like they wouldn't actually be that happy for me. Or they'd be like upset that they didn't do like comparing themselves. Like, cause there's certain people you probably just wouldn't say that to. And there's certain people you probably would say that to because you know, they'd be happy for you. So there's people that I know I can say that to. Like, those are the people who I'm like, damn, like this is a really good not toxic at all, like not competitive. Like that's a solid friendship right there is when you know that they'll be happy for you for any of your successes, even if like, it's something that's like kind of similar to what they're pursuing. Yeah. And I think good friends really push you to like be your best and do your best. Right. Like they're like, that's amazing way to keep like doing these things that are making you better. And they really want you to be your best. And Mm -hmm. it's just a very specific energy that just makes you feel good about yourself. And yeah. I think that's so special about friendships too. Yeah. And building off of that, like, cause you talked earlier, you're like, you want friends that make you feel good about yourself and that's true. But then like, you also want friends that, like you said, are going to like kind of push you. And like, if there's something that you're doing that they think might not be best for you, or like they think maybe you could like be spending your time better. Or like, if they think that you're in a situation that isn't good for you, or if you're in an environment or you're pursuing something that like, isn't good for you, like they're going to tell you because you want them to like, be honest with you about those things and like maybe you take their advice maybe you maybe you take their advice maybe you don't but like you definitely want a friend that's gonna like tell you the truth and not always just be like yeah like whatever you you're doing like you want a friend that's gonna be supportive of you no matter what but then at the same time like we'll give their honest opinion when it's needed yeah I agree 
Um, and then also building off of kind of what you said about you want a friend that makes you feel good. The way I think about that is like, there's two types of people in this world. There's, and I think I heard this on Chasing Excellence and it really like shifted my mindset about like, when I like, <laughs> what? <listen> to, <laughs> no way. I listen to Chasing Excellence. Um, but there's two types of people. There's fountains and there's drains and drains are people that like, when you talk to them or like hang out with them or whatever, like they, you leave them and you feel like, like you said, like low, like they were kind of negative. They're like draining the energy out of you. And like, maybe like they complain a lot, like things like that. Like those are drains and they're not like really like lifting you up in any way. And you kind of feel like the energy is sucked out of you when you leave that conversation or whatever. And I think I like, I feel like when I think of those people, it's like the people where you're like, how's your day going? You're like really excited. And they're like, I'm so tired. Like I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like nine in the morning. You're like, bro. <laughs> um, but then there's fountains and Anna, I think you're a fountain, but Aww, you <laughs> fountains are too. Are people that like when you hang out with them or you talk to them, it's like, how's your day going? Maybe they, maybe they're not having like the most smooth long day. And like, they'll be honest about it. It's not like they're like, oh, it's the best day ever when it's not, but they're like, you know, like it hasn't been like, it hasn't gone very smoothly, but like we're getting through it and it's going to be good. And like <laughs> people that have like a good mindset and a good outlook on life and a positive outlook on life and like, they don't need to fake it, but at the same time, like, like they're real and they're like, yeah, like this was really hard, but like, we're getting through it. And like, you know, like those are types of people that like, you want to be around people that are uplifting you, people that are supporting you, people that are, have like a good outlook when it comes to like adversity and all the challenges that life comes with. Like, those are the types of people you want to be around people that like fill your cup when you leave. I like your cup analogy. Cause it made me think of like the fountain and the drain. Mm-hmm. And the people who are drains, their cup is so empty yeah. that they're like draining your full cup. Yeah. Our fountains, it's like their cup is so full and they're overflowing so they can help fill your cup even more. Oh my and God. And you're both overflowing that. and then you guys can fill other people's cups. Oh my God. I literally love that. I know that visual just came to me. I thought it was cute, but I love your fountain and drain analogy. That's really good. Yeah. I just like you, like everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's like when you like go to coffee with that person or you just have like one random conversation in the hallway with that person and you leave and you just like, you're like, yeah, like my cup is full. Like things are going good. Like even if you're having a shitty day, like bad day. And like, then it's like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're like, things are great. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I like that for sure. Um, my next point in when on um, like how to cultivate friendships and how to build friendships. Um, when you're like looking to determine who you want to be friends with or build a relationship with, I think it's really telling when you like look at how they treat or like talk about other people. Um definitely I think we everyone by now kind of knows like those people that are always like talking shit about other people, they're probably also talking shit about you. And like that's always just such a big turnoff because it's like, okay, like you said this about this person, this person, this person, what are you saying about me? Because like, these people haven't done anything crazy, like crazy wrong or like whatever. And like, also why the feel like, why do you need, feel the need to talk about other people this way? Um, but when you talk to people and it's like, they, especially like a big green flag is like when you talk to people and they give people compliments or like say good things about people when those people aren't even there, that's like yeah. the biggest green flag ever. It's like when you're talking to someone, you're like, oh my God, I love that girl. Like, she's the best she's so sweet and she's so smart I'm like you literally had did not have to say that like I love that I totally agree I think it's like a TikTok thing I'll just interject <laughs> with TikTok wisdom but you can, you can interject like, with TikTok wisdom and I can interject with chasing excellence wisdom it'll, it'll balance perfectly yeah no and I think that um like I don't know who will understand this and I'm mainly talking about like female friendships too just because like that's what I have more experience in I would say but you can tell when someone is like a girl's girl. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? A little and bit. A girl's girl is someone who like supports other girls. And they would yeah. see another girl. First instinct would be like, wow, I love her outfit. Like she, she's doing so great. Yeah. Like, she's killing it. Whereas like, I don't know what the term for the opposite of a girl's girl is, but they would be more like a boy's girl. Like quick to judge her, maybe <laughs> quick to judge her or like try to put her down to yeah. build themselves. Like they try to act too cool. So they'd be like, why is she wearing that? Yeah, exactly. Like, girls, girls just like support other girls and just support themselves. Yeah. And like, 
it's just I think it's just such a like heartwarming I don't know like energy that that gives off so it's like you want everyone else to succeed because that's going to help you succeed and like you can only get to the top by like bringing other people with you and it's just I think that's like a great um a great marker to feel if someone else is a girl's girl and see how they talk about other girls or other people but yeah yeah. No, I like I just I love the uh, the concept of like girls supporting girls because you don't see it happen very often and like like it doesn't happen especially like girls supporting girls that they like don't know like I could sit here all day and be like say good things about you but like for me to say good things about like a random person walking down the street like that takes a different level of like I don't know like niceness like energy I don't know what it is but it's really cool when you see that or when you hear that or whatever or it's really cool when you see other girls like compliment a random like I think we were no I was with somebody else at coffee the other day and she, literally this random person walked past us in Salem and she's like I love your dress most random person I'm like that's awesome I love that cute and I also think it's contagious it totally honestly is. it really is I think both both things can be contagious and so yeah. if you're in a group of like not of people who wouldn't necessarily be like that and that's how your energy is people are going to want to kind of follow the energy yeah or when you're around people that are more negative or like more like, oh, like that looks bad. Why is she wearing that? Or like, oh, like, like, why is she with that person? Or like things like that. Then it's like you feel the need to make more comments like that, too, to kind of like fit in. And it might be subconscious, but it can like lead you to be more like that. And it's like, that's not helping anyone. I think just like a side note, <laughs> like one of the most like girls, girls, like the best at this is our friend Olivia. And I feel like yeah. she's always inspired me to be this way and really to like have that energy like if like you're so secure with yourself you're killing that it. you just like want everyone else to thrive too mm-hmm. and I think that like she always showed me that like that's such a cool way to be and I always like wanted to be that way right I do think it's such a reflection of how secure you are yourself because the people that are it's like they will give out compliments day and night and then people that are insecure it's like well they're not going to compliment somebody else because like maybe you don't feel like you have that to that extent or like whatever it is um but it's literally just a reflection of how secure you are in yourself. Very true. Um, yeah. So when you're looking, when you're looking for friends, when you're looking for good people to add to your life, which I like, I kind of like that analogy too, of just like adding people to your life, like adding good to your life. Um, yeah, I would look for um, how pe- they treat other people, especially like how they treat their family. I don't know why. I feel like that's like a really big thing too. Um, Very true. But also like looking for friends like if you look at someone you're like oh my god I want to be like her like I like she's so cool I want to be like her I think you should look for people like that like people that you almost like look up to or admire um because back to like you're the average of the five people you spend most time with you're probably gonna like they might rub off on you a little bit if you spend time with them so yeah I agree I think it's really cool to have friends that you're like proud of yeah spend all my time with this person this person is so amazing in like all of these really? ways like I just really every time I hang out with this person I just aspire to be like them in these ways because yeah. they're so cool yeah it's all like I I feel out with I feel like I brag about you all the time like I'm like oh my god my I friend Anna is playing D1 tennis and like Aww. she's killing it in Hawaii <laughs> no I brag about you as well because it's like it's so easy and fun and yeah. I feel like it's just such a like amazing exchange of energy yeah. that we just like build each other up, you know? Yeah, 100% agree. Love that. Um, My next point is like when you're looking for like how to cultivate friendships, when you find people you want to be friends with, I think the biggest thing when it comes to like any rela- any type of relationship at all is building trust. And without trust, there's no relationship. With trust, like when you have that trust of like you can talk, when you, you can call them at three in the morning, something's wrong. I need you to fly from Hawaii to Corvallis, Oregon right now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like that trust is really important. If you don't have that trust, it's not a real relationship. So that's why there's like, you see all these people that have like, um, you're like on Instagram, it's like, oh my God, they have so many friends. Like how do they have so many people liking their posts and like so many comments and stuff. But it's like, how many of those people are there like genuine, real, like deep, meaningful friends? Because I think really, you can really only have those like deep, meaningful, like relationships with like a select few people for sure. Like it's definitely not like you have 30 really quality, like deep, meaningful relationships in your life. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't. Um, so 
in order to build trust, I just like wrote down a few like bullet points of like how I think that like trust me built. And this like could be any relationship at all. Like I think I honestly go about this a lot more when I coach tennis and when I teach tennis lessons. Cause like as a tennis coach, you need to build trust with like the my like my students and like the people that I'm teaching. And like if you're a teacher in general, you probably need this or like any sort, I don't know, any sort of relationship, you need to build trust. Um so my first thing is like lead by example. So when it comes to relationships, it's like, don't do things that you would get mad at someone else for doing. Like if you, and, and then it's like something where it's like, if you expect or you want someone to like treat you a certain way or, or do certain things for you or act a certain way towards you, or like you want this to be normal in your relationship, you have to kind of like be the person that does that. Like if you think like, okay, like in the morning, like I'm gonna like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a friendship. Um. I don't know, like texting people after you hang out. If you're like, this is like how I feel like this is what should be normal. Or like, this is like, this means a lot to me when people text me after they hang out, text the other person after you hang out every time and be like, Hey, that was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Blah blah. I bet you in a couple of weeks after you hang out, maybe they'll text you once because you're leading by example. And you're kind of showing like what you want to be reciprocated. I don't know that maybe that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. I think it's like, the concept of like you teach people how to treat you and like yes. you can set standards for your own relationships you're like this is how I do friendships I reach out like I do this stuff and it's kind of like you show people how you want to be in a relationship and they can either mirror that back to you or they cannot and that's okay and maybe that's right. not the friend for you yeah it's contagious for sure like I do think that you can you have more control over other people than you think which is that sounds bad too but like when you act a certain way or when you carry yourself a certain way, it does kind of like other people kind of tend to follow, fall in line a little bit. Um, so if you're always, if you're kind of like, Oh, I wish this person did this, like, well, like just try doing it yourself a little bit more, or like put yourself out there, like show yourself doing it and see what happens because there's a good chance they might do it too. <laughs> so true. Um, and my next one is to build trust is don't break promises. This is a huge one. Like, the way I think about this is like when we would go work out with Steve in the mornings, like in high school, I guess, um, <laughs> we worked out with a trainer at six in the morning on like Wednesdays and like there's, I mean, obviously there's a few times that some people slept in, but don't the- call me out like, like that. What? Don't call me out like that. No, I didn't mean to. My <laughs> point was actually, my point was actually that for the most part, all of us were always there and that built that trust of like, if one of us did happen to like be like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling it today or whatever, like we all knew we were going to be there and we had built that trust because like we are pretty much for the most part, always all there. And we just like, that was like kind of our inner promise. Like if one person didn't show up all the time or if one person was like flaky all the time, then we'd be like, okay, like, I don't know. But like, we were always all there. And like, I think that meant a lot because like, then it caused all of us to like always make sure we showed up, even if like we weren't really feeling it that day. Yeah. Um, I agree. So and it's, it, it's kind of even more, you can talk about this more when it comes to like, there's a few times I think that like, we all decided we wanted to like, if we decide we want to like play tennis at like six in the morning before we like went somewhere, like if we had decided we wanted to do that and then like not shown up, that's like breaking trust. That's like breaking a promise right there. It's like, well, why am I going to ever trust this person again? Versus like saying, Hey, I'll be there. And then you getting like, people are there like five minutes early. Then it's like, okay, like it's just a micro like promise that everyone kept and that that continues. Um, so you don't want to break your promises. Yeah. Again, it's like the lead by example too. Like, yeah, if you, it's even, I'm not calling you out. <laughs> it's okay. Example. I just called you out. You, a little are, bit. you are a great friend, but I, even it's like, if like always showing up late, I think you can lead by example by always showing up. Yeah. No, I and fully then do that. Show up on time. Whereas yeah. like if you leave by example and show up late too, because like I show up late also. So it's I'm not calling out. It's like we both no, do it. I know that I do. But that, I yeah. think if we like really made a point to like really show up on time, you set the standard and then yeah, it's contagious too. You here's know? the thing. Yeah. And here's the thing is so for context, everyone, I'm literally late no matter like somehow for tennis practice and for my work, I can be on time every time. But when it comes to anything else, I'm just consistently late. And I really like this is the one thing that I just don't like most for myself. Um, but you but, can work on it. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be working on it. Um, 
But one thing Anna <laughs> does is like, Anna consistently shows up on time, even though I know she knows I'm going to be late. Like, I know she knows I'm going to get there 10 minutes late. I don't know if I do though. I, I feel like, like I'm always late. It's, um, it's true. true. And so, but you're always on time. And so it, it really, does, it makes me feel way worse when I'm, especially <laughs> when I'm hanging out with you, because I'm like, no, darn it. Like she's going to be on time. I need to be on time too, or she's just going to be sitting there waiting for me. Um, does it make it any, do I do any better? No, but I'm going to try to do better, but like, it definitely makes me feel worse. And it makes me, it kind of pushes me to like get my sh- shit together. But like, I, like, I like that you lead by example in that way. Cause easily, I think you could be like, okay, Sarah's gonna be late. I'll like be late too. And you don't. And so that really pushes me to be better in that aspect. No, I think that's good. I think also like if I really decided it was really important to me, mm-hmm. I could tell you and be like, actually, it's like really a big deal to me that you're more on time and you would put on more effort. That leads me to another um, point, which is that communication is really important. If this was okay. a, like, a, like a really big deal to you, you're right. Like you could have that conversation with me and like, you could tell me that. And then it's up to me to determine like, okay, how meaningful like how, is my relationship with Anna? If I really care, I'm going to be on time. Like it, she's just told me it meant a lot to her. Then like, I'm going to be on time and like direct communication. Like I cannot say enough how important it is. Like I had, I have another friendship and like kind of there's a few times in a row where like we made plans and then like they kind of fell through and like I'm definitely the type of person I'm very type a like I had it in my google calendar I was like ready to go like things like that and then like an hour or two before it's like sorry I can't hang out anymore and I know that she didn't mean to like do that or make me feel that way but it kind of just made me feel like she didn't really care as much and so at some point I told her I was like hey by the way like this kind of like hurt me when like I thought we were going to hang out the, the last few times and then like you canceled and like, I definitely like put aside time to hang out with you. Um, she's like, oh my God, I had no idea. Literally after we had that conversation, never happened again. So I think you can really tell a lot about someone and a lot about how someone values your relationship with them when you tell them how you feel about something and then you see if it happens again or not. Like, but you can't, you can't get mad, that mad at someone if you haven't told them how you feel about it. You literally just can't. Yeah, and I think that you can't expect people to read your mind. No. But also, it's just, like, such a good way to really give people a chance. Yeah. Like, it's like, if I just decided that it was really, it really was horrible to me that you were late all the time and, like, mm-hmm. it was friendship breaking, I never told you. Yeah. I, you have so much potential to, like, fix this problem that I'm not even letting you. Right. Unlock. And I think, honestly, like, direct communication, it's easy to say, mm-hmm. but it, it can be scary. Oh, yeah. And it can be hard. But it's such a practice. Like the more you do it, the easier it gets. Right. And the the like more of an instinct it is. And the more you do it in certain relationships, like that just becomes a standard. Becomes normal. And then you're never guessing. You're never like worried something's up that they're not telling you. Yeah. It's just like it's just the way to go. Yeah, because then it's like then you know in that relationship, it's like if they're not saying anything, then they're obviously not annoyed by it. Like or it's they- on the it's not on you. Right. Yeah. It goes back to just taking extreme ownership of like your life. You have control. Like if you don't like something that someone's doing, you can either stop being friends with them. You can tell them, which is kind of like what would be recommended. Um, or you can decide it doesn't bother you, but like, you don't have to be putting your, like, you don't have to be putting yourself in the situation over and over again. If you tell them and they still don't change it, then they're done. Like, you know, like, so yeah. Yeah, direct communication. I think that Anna is actually the person that kind of like introduced this concept to me. And it's honestly like, there's so many things in my life that it's helped. And like, I've utilized this concept of direct communication so much because then it's like, okay, the ball is in their court. They can decide how how much this relationship means to them. They can decide if they want to change or not. And it's not on, like, then it's like, whatever. Like, whatever happens after that, it's not on you. You've said how you felt, it's done. Um, So yeah, direct communication for the win, for sure. I feel like Sarah and I, at least, which is one thing I appreciate, is like we're very drama free. Like yeah. we are not, we are not for the drama. We can't no. handle it. And so I think this is just like the best way to go. And I think it surprises some people. Like I was just going to say that. In my experience, like sometimes some people I communicate with directly, they're like, whoa. But then it sets the standard. And I also think yeah. it frees, it's like more for me. Like mm-hmm. it frees me of like feeling certain ways of like feeling resentful feeling drama like 
it's just like if you want to be free it's the way to go yeah because you're like okay now they know how this makes me feel like cool um and then what was the last the one thing I was going to say too um Oh, well, yeah, it was just like, so like it can catch people off guard because I think a lot of people, the way they do react when like they don't like something is they'll get like defensive or they'll get quiet or they'll get like kind of passive aggressive or petty. Like that's the way a lot of people react to like when people do things they don't like, like if somebody like doesn't invite them to a party and some girl is like, doesn't invite them to like some hangout or whatever. And they get upset. They like will be really like passive with that girl from then on, or like be like kind of like bitchy towards them or something. And they're like, well, she better get the point and stuff like that versus just going after and be like, hey, like it really hurt that I wasn't invited to this. Like, why wasn't I? Or like, what did I do? Like in, in taking ownership in that way too, where it's like, how could I have made this better? How could I have like helped? Um, and just having a, like a normal conversation with that girl of like, what's up? Like why? And maybe she's like, I just had this many spots or like, maybe she's like, I, your card got lost in the mail. Like you have no idea what so like what the situation is so for you to just assume things is like not fair to anyone and it doesn't help anyone yeah this is I have this point in like our next segment on like how to find friendships but I think it's also just like how to exist within your friendships is like it's uncool to try to act too cool yeah and I think if you're trying to act too cool and like distant in your friendships like that's the best way to have surface level friendships and yeah. I think really the like quickest and best way to have real friendships is to just like if you had fun with someone like tell them and just like there's no need to act too cool or yeah. even it's just like if you see someone and you know their name like why would you pretend like you don't know their name like what's that right. gonna get you it's more cool or when like that like, you don't know them in general Hi. I remember you like you're the person that did this like how are you doing like that's so much more attractive to me than someone who is like oh who are you I'm like yeah. I know you know me right just like it's just uncool to try to act too cool no just you're not gonna you're not gonna cultivate any sort of relationship like that because then it's like well they knew that you knew them and I don't know like there's actually very like an example in my life recently is like and Anna, you were there, but like we had like a tennis convention, tennis teaching convention, whatever, um, USPTA convention a couple of weeks ago. And like there was a girl there who like we played tennis with in high school. And um, Annika, if you're listening, hi. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't really talk that much in high school. Like we all played the same tournaments, but we never really like talked. Um, and we kind of reconnected at this convention. And then like there's been a couple of times that like, we've played tennis and like gotten coffee and stuff, but it's like, we were talking and it's like, wow, like I saw you at so many tournaments as a junior. I knew who you were. You knew who I was. And then I was like, she was like, yeah, I was like kind of scared to talk to you. Like, I didn't know if you like, I didn't think you'd like, like me or like want to hang out with me or whatever. And I was like, that's literally how I felt about you. Like, I was just like, I was like, she's really cool. Like she's too cool for me to even like talk to. And we both felt that way about each other. So that's just like your sign to, if you see someone that's cool and you think they're cool, just go freaking talk to them. Because just like we talked on the last podcast, the worst thing that happens is you end up with the same amount of friends that you had before. Like you're not going to lose any friends by going and talking to someone new. So best thing that happens is you have a new friendship. (laughs) No, that's so true. And like, it's true. The worst thing that happens is she like thinks she's too cool or something, which then (laughs) it shows you that she would be a drain and not a fan. But really it's like where like what sort of community are you building or where are you getting if you're just like sitting on opposite ends of the room during every tournament you know when you could be building like this awesome amazing friendship yeah with like so much potential like it's so beautiful right like we're like dang that would have been so fun if we were friends in like juniors like we could have like gone to tournaments together and stuff because there's not a lot of fun normal cool junior tennis players (laughs) not gonna lie we were we were the only ones ones. (laughs) <laughs> oh that sounds so no, bad we don't know that maybe there were more right. I mean right maybe we were just super closed off so yeah, yeah I 100% <laughs> agree don't act too cool um sorry just going back the last thing I wanted to say on building trust I know we're kind of jumping all over the place but I don't feel like I could move forward without saying this when you're building trust with people like leading by example not breaking promises communication those are all really important but being vulnerable is like Definitely, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to building trust, 
like there's definitely a lot of relationships I have that I'm like oh I think this girl's cool and like we talk a lot but like if you haven't like gotten deep or like had kind of like more those meaningful conversations or like I don't know talked about things that like are have been like impactful in your life or whatever like those are those like definitely friendships that kind of stay service level because it's like I don't know just like I think it does show a lot when you talk about things that like aren't super necessarily easy to talk about so I think that's one way you can like build a little bit more trust yeah I think there's a like there's a fine line because you don't want to go trauma dump on someone but (laughs) definitely just being able to share parts of your life or sharing the things that are actually really important to you is really how you build friendships so I totally agree with that I think that's a great point yeah for sure um should I call you back and we can talk about how to find friendships and then wrap it up sure (laughs) okay sounds good I'll call you back okay Okay, we're back for this kind of last little segment. Um, Anna and I are going to talk about how to find friendships because I think as you get older, it's kind of weird because I think friendships can be in some ways easier, but also in some ways a lot harder to kind of come by and like cultivate like we just talked about. Um, So I think my biggest piece of advice on how to find friendships or I guess how I found kind of my most meaningful, like best, deepest relationships and friendships is to go do the things that you enjoy, go do the things that you want to do and see who's there. Like my whole thing with like, when I went to college, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make friends, whatever. I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the gym at six in the morning and I'm just going to see who's there. Cause like, that's honestly how I like made a lot, a lot of relationships, like at Timber Hill Athletic Club. Like I built a lot of like a little, like kind of like, workout community because then you if you go do that you all already have one thing in common it's like you care about working out you're driven you're morning people you want to get up early and get it done and so it's like honestly I'm a, I just kind of know that I'm like if I go to the gym at six in the morning I'm honestly probably going to get along with most of those people just because you have that like core value kind of in common so it's like go if you love rock climbing go to the rock climbing gym. You don't need to even go with anyone and just talk to people there. Like get to know people, ask people what their name is. Like that kind of catches people off guard when you just like, are like, Hey, I'm Sarah. What's your name? Um, like, sorry, my zoom thing just got all weird, but it catches people off guard, but then in the best way, usually, because then you get to meet new people and they're like, Oh, like this person's nice. And you just start talking. If you like I don't know, reading, go to the library and spend some time there. If you love coffee, go to the coffee shop, spend some time there, but then like talk to people and get to know people. That's my biggest piece of advice is if you're looking to meet new people and find friends, go do the things that you love to do, the things you already do and see who's there. Cause you'll probably share something in common. Yeah. I think the main point of that, that I really like, I mean, it's so true. That's, that's a great advice. It's just like, when you're doing those things, be present. Yeah. Like if you just, if you go do all these things, but you're just like in your own bubble and you're wearing your big headphones and you like, aren't like you're in your own world, listening to your podcast, like as you should, you can do that too. (laughs) But I think that really going places and just being present, like if you go to yoga class, go like 10 minutes early and talk to the person next to you. Or like, if you're going on a walk, like say hi to your neighbors, like really being present and looking for the people around you. Cause so many friends are just hiding in plain sight. And I think that's yeah. the coolest thing is like, you could walk by someone every day and in five years, you might be best friends and you just have no idea. Yeah, I like, that's kind of, it goes back to our example at like junior USTA tournaments where like, you know, like there's people there that we were, we know now that's like, we would have been great friends with, but it's like, we were kind of in our own little bubble in one area and they were off somewhere else. And we never went and we're like, Hey, I'm Sarah. Nice to meet you. Like, what are you up to today? What's your day look like? Like, How'd your last match go? Things like that. So I agree. Like, that's a really big point too. Like, and then along with that, one thing that made me think of is like, when you go to these places and like, maybe let's say in the back of your mind, you're like, I really want to make friends. Like, I would say like, also just don't go with like the sole intention of like, I want to like go rock climbing so I can meet cool rock climbing people. Like if you're not a rock climber, don't go rock climbing. <laughs> like yeah. go do things that like you love to do genuinely. And like, no matter what, you're going to come back and be like, I'm really glad I did that. Don't go and do things that you don't want to do. Yes. Yeah, so true. Um, yeah. What's, what's our next point here? I think that you had a point 
kind of similar to that. Yeah. Go do things you're going to do anyways and invite people. Off. Oh, yeah. So like this is different. <laughs> I was like, that's just the same thing. No, this is no, different. I think, we talk- <laughs> I think we talked about this a little bit on our last podcast, but like when you're trying to make friends or whatever, like a really good tip to make you not feel like, I don't know, like a lot of pressure on a situation is you can go up to people and just be like, oh, hey, I'm going to go to the coffee shop to study later. Do you want to come? Or, hey, I'm going to go rock climbing later. Like, do you want to come? I'm going to go lift later. Do you want to come? I'm going to like any of these things. I'm going to go watercolor outside in the park later. Like, do you want to come? And so when you say that and you phrase it that way, it's definitely like it takes a lot of pressure off because it's like, I'm going to go do this either way. Like, if you want to come, cool. If not, I'm still going to go do it. Um, And I think I I definitely I like using that method. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It really works. And it just makes like you're doing the things that really fill you up anyway. And right. like my people are going to want to do things that you really enjoy too. Right. And if they don't want to come. Hey, I went to the market yeah. and I asked someone if they wanted to come and they did. And I would have gone anyway, but it was still fun. Yeah, exactly. And then like with the right person, it can make it a little bit more fun. And the wrong person probably won't want to go because it's not what they have to do. And then that's the wrong person. So very true. One um, other point. I yeah, have, go ahead. Next point is I think one of the best ways to meet people or just to like find friends is just to compliment people. Mm-hmm. Like I once heard a quote, I think this is on TikTok, honestly. I don't mean to reference TikTok, but I'm not gonna <laughs> try to be too cool and act like I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> but I think that it was like never like um keep a nice thing to yourself or something like that. If you I know what nice it was. Do you want me to tell you what it was? Yeah, please do. Okay, if you have something nice to say to someone and you don't say it, it's like wrapping up a present for them and not giving it to them. I've never heard that way, but I oh, like that too. That's my that's You're my right. quote. <laughs> Same concept, because it's like if I see someone's dress and I like her dress, why would I not tell her I like her dress and like make her day? Yeah, like why not? It's literally like a free that's... present you can give someone. And I think that oftentimes, like especially women, are like it's kind of the nature to be more competitive too or it's like you don't want it's sometimes against nature like people's nature to like just really build other people up but I think it's such a good practice and it's also contagious yeah and I just feel like it's even like when I was when I'm like playing tennis matches like my opponent I'm like like yeah we're playing a tennis match but I'm still gonna be friendly to you because you're not my competition like you're just a person you know yeah and it's just a game like yeah I want to win this match but why would do I need to be mean to you about it like right you know yeah and going back to your point of like it's contagious like how often do you compliment someone you're like oh I love your dress and they're like oh my god thanks I love your earrings like yeah the time you're like oh I didn't even think anyone thought my earrings were cute and she did so like you know it's definitely contagious like in that moment but then like I think that they're they're in a better mood and they go tell someone else like oh I like your dress or whatever and it's cute um that energy speaking of energy my last point is that you attract the energy you give off if you are the type of person that like has a super positive attitude great outlook on life like really good mindset things like that you're gonna probably attract people like that in your life if you have a really negative outlook on life if you're super like victim mindset all the time you're probably gonna attract more people like that in your life and that's gonna drag you down even more so definitely just be the person like Think about like, what does peak Sarah look like? Like we talked about in the last podcast, what does peak Anna look like? And just be that person and you're going to attract, like, even if it's like, you don't feel like you're necessarily that person in that moment or like whatever, think about the type of person you want to be and fake it till you make it. Cause you're going to attract more people like that into your life. And then you're going to, those are going to be your five friends you spend the most time with. And then you're going to be the average of them. And then you're literally going to be that person. So great yeah. cycle. Yeah. <laughs> That's my take. I agree. Great take. Great. So, Thanks. so we hope you're sold on friendships. Yeah. Last note, I wanted to say, like, I read this book once. I think it was called Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. Do you know which book this is? No, I don't. It was like a really silly book. Like, I really and it always it. ends these podcasts with her book recommendations. I actually just I love books, and so <laughs> I think that you can really learn so much from like little books. But there's a quote in this book. And it's about, like, her life, like, her 20s, basically, and just, like, all the 
like friends she's had people she's dated like things she's done just like her life like very full busy fun life you know but it's like actually just so centered around like her friendships and I turn around what the quote is but she's like everything I've learned about love like all the things I really know about like the love I want like the love that means the most to me in my life is from my friendships and I really think that's such a cool way to think about it like I have such a high standard for my friendships and like the way that I treat my friends my friends treat me and like the level of love we have for each other and I think it really just can set the standard for other relationships in your life too and so I thought that was like a really cute thing and also it's just so true for me it's like I've learned so much about like yeah how to be in relationships and like how to love and just so much from friendships and so it's such a cool such a cool thing no, I love that. Especially because like, I, I like what you said about like, you have a high standard for your friendships. It's like when you always leave conversations, like I'm going to leave this conversation with my cup full, like, you know, like things like so that, true. you're not going to settle for anything less when it comes to any other type of relationship. So yeah, I really like that. I am glad we had this conversation. I agree. <laughs> I want to side note that this is Sarah and I, my fourth time zooming for this podcast. <laughs> we talked like hour before we started yeah things and so I really do value your friendship oh I value your friendship too we could literally we were talking about this beforehand we're like we could probably just sit and talk for eight hours and be like sometimes we do yeah literally sometimes we'll just make coffee make some coffee for Anna and we'll just sit at my like island and talk this is true yeah I'm sad that we have to stop talking I know (laughs) it is time yeah, well, we hope you liked this episode. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do another one before Journey gets back. We'll we'll see the vibes field out. Um, but yeah, we hope you liked it. If you have any recommendations or things you want us to talk about, let us know. 100%. Let us know. Go. If you want to be friends, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let, literally, let us know. We'd love to be friends with you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, actually, at It's The Outlife. Uh, leave us any comments or reviews you have. Even if they're bad, we can take um, harsh criticism and constructive criticism. I don't know what that word I is. I think we can take harsh criticism. <laughs> we can't, we <laughs> can't take harsh, but we can take constructive feedback. Um, yeah. <laughs> or you can give us great feedback and we'll feel even better and you'll fill our cups. So, yeah. Don't keep your questions to yourself. exactly uh dad please don't keep your compliments to yourself anyways we'll see you or we won't see you you can listen to us again next monday love you (laughs) bye